I'm Meg Dahl, your unbreakable host. Welcome to the show. friends and welcome back to a new episode of the Unbreakable You podcast and we're changing it up this week. We actually have a guest on the show this week and I'm so excited to have her on. I know when I first started this podcast way back in 2017, I started it off by doing a lot of interviews so basically like every single week at each podcast episode was me and a guest and at the beginning of 2023 I just really wanted to step into like sharing the knowledge that I have and I felt like when I was just having guests on every single week I wasn't taking the time to share all of my knowledge with you all who listen to this show. So it was my intention at the beginning of this year to start to do more solo episodes or kind of more so exclusively solo episodes, but not as a really hard rule or anything. So with that all being said... If you have been listening to this podcast throughout 2023, you'll know that we really haven't had any guests on the show. I do believe back in the earlier months of 2023, either January or February, I had an author friend of mine, Rochelle Bilo, on the show to talk about her new book. And she actually has another new book coming out, so I'm sure she'll be on the podcast again next year. But with all that being said, I really do believe that Xenia today is our second guest of the entire year. And I'm so excited to have her on because as you will soon find out, Xenia was actually a client of mine a couple years ago. And she was actually on the podcast one other time She was a guest sharing her experience after working with me and um, completing two programs that I used to run. So Flowing in Free, which is a program that I led clients through who are working towards getting their periods back, and then my old signature program, Back Home to You. And that is a somatic-based program parts based. So all of the good stuff that I do one-on-one with my clients right now in our private coaching sessions. So anyways, in our last episode, Xenia shared her experience with 
all of you working with me in a one-on-one setting. And now she's back because she has taken her own struggles and her own health experiences and challenges. And she was, you know, she made the best out of all of that. She did so much incredible healing in her own life. And now she is a coach supporting women all around the world, specifically with autoimmune diseases. And I obviously have a very close relationship with Senia. I consider her a friend of mine. And if you are currently looking for support through your autoimmune disease and you're just wanting someone who can support you through that, but also someone that you know, you feel you can trust and who has gone through like the important inner healing work of her own. I can totally vouch for Xenia because I had the opportunity, um, the honor of guiding her through a part of her journey. Um, and she talks about that today as well. So I love Xenia's approach and we talk about how she supports women through their autoimmune diseases through a very compassionate and loving lens, which if you know anything about me, you know, that's what I'm all about. So I'm excited to share this episode with you and then next week we will be back just as usual with a solo episode but if you are interested in working with Senia please check out the show notes because I do have her links linked up for you in the show notes so enjoy today's episode. Welcome to the show, Xenia. This is your second time on the show, and I'm so excited to have you back. And I also think you're like the second guest of 2023 because at the beginning of this year, I was like, you know what? I'm going to be doing solo episodes, and I stuck with that, but I'm happy to have you on as a guest, so welcome. Thank you. I'm so honored to be the second guest of this year. And I'm super, super excited to be back on the show because I love it. And it's always so nice to just be on the show that you're actually listening to and like know the host. So yeah, I'm super excited to be here. Yes, you and I actually go back, right? We have history together. And I can always link up our first episode that we did together in the show notes if anyone wants to like go back and listen to your journey. But We'll talk a little bit more about your journey and stuff in today's episode, just when you introduce yourself, but you and I actually work together in like a one-on-one client situation. So I'm really honored to have you back. Thank you for wanting to come on. And why don't you just like introduce yourself to everyone? Because you and I have spent like the last 20 minutes just like chatting, catching up, that sort of thing. And we realized that it's been like a year and a half since you've been on the show, approximately. We haven't like confirmed, but why don't you just like introduce yourself to everyone so they know who you are and what you're all about? 
Yeah, so I'm um, I'm an autoimmune health coach. Um, I wasn't at the time that we were working together. So um, it's kind of like a second career for me. And um, yeah, it all kind of started with me being like a patient and a client myself first. So I had like a whole other life before all of this happened, I would say. Um, so yeah, like I had, I got my master's in finance. I went to like move to a big city, to a new country for my dream job at the time um, in finance. And I thought I was like living this perfect life. You know, I had like hit all of my milestones, all of my goals until then. I was like super happy with myself and very proud of myself. And yeah, like it, it all kind of turned out to be very different than I had expected. So um, I was like constantly stressed out and just exhausted and it was like too much work and too much like keeping up with everybody else and like all the things I felt like I had to do. And um, yeah, then I got sick. So I got, um, I was diagnosed with an autoimmune disease at the time, which was about um, I think more than five years ago, and I must have been like six years ago um, that it kind of all started. Um, and yeah, from there on, like everything like changed a bit. So um, I felt like, you know, like, I don't know, I, I was just exhausted, you know, I was just tired all the time. I felt so horrible, so awful, and I couldn't really figure it out. It was like, you know, I, I, I feel like I was like trained to just, you know, figure things out and you're always like you know there must be something we can do and it's like you know you have like you study for so long you feel like uh, there's like all these approaches to all kinds of problems right it's not uh it's it's very difficult to just accept that there's like a thing you can't do anything about it you're just like stuck with it right so that was like a really difficult time of my life where I was told you know this is what it is now this is like a lifelong condition it's going to impact your life it is what it is um whenever I asked you know what can I do about it the, like it was basically you know there's nothing really you can do like you take your meds and and that's it you know that sort of thing so for me that was just super frustrating and um I feel like deep down I kind of knew that um not that I brought it on myself, but I did feel like it was kind of related to how I led my life. So it wasn't just this like thing that happened to me, like you catch a disease or you like catch, you know, like a virus or something. It wasn't really something like that, something external. It was like internally that in my body, something was wrong that was supposed to be functioning. So um, I was like, you know, like, why is this happening? Like... <laughs> <laughs> all of these questions um and uh yeah it just felt like I there, there must have been something I could do for that to be better that that was like so intuitive to me that um it should be in my own hands that was the only thing that made sense to me um and then this whole like process kind of kick-started where I was like obsessed about all things health you know I was like okay I have to like figure out the perfect diet, figure out the perfect way to exercise, figure out like the perfect sleep routine and like all these healthy habits. And that was like my whole life. Um, 
while I was trying to, you know, keep up with my job and keep up with like my other life that I had outside of like this new crazy like health yeah obsession and it all really got too much and I I couldn't handle it and I felt like sicker and sicker the more I tried to be healthy basically um and yeah I like there was like so many things really that I was struggling with like with with the diet for example you know there's like all these recommendations you get when you're you're sick people are like you know try this try that and I tried all of them I tried like whole foods diet Mediterranean diet vegetarian vegan you know everything because you never know you know what what the right thing is um and uh I just felt sicker and sicker I felt just so you know like I had no strength left I felt like completely depleted and I was like hey how's this not working like why why isn't this diet thing working that's working for everyone else and I wanted to work out but I couldn't because I was too exhausted I had no strength for that and then I wanted to sleep because I knew how how much sleep was related to health and that also didn't work because I was so stressed from everything else like my cortisol was completely dysregulated that actually I couldn't sleep at night because my body was so stressed and so yeah all of these things happened and um, on top of that I felt how I was like losing so much weight I felt like I was disappearing almost like I got tinier and tinier there was nothing on me except for skin and bones and that was a time where I was really scared Um, and then I thought eventually okay I have to drop this effort because I'm just (laughs) making myself sicker right like I'm only getting worse I have to tackle this one thing at a time and the most urgent thing was to start eating again really and start like stop obsessing about food basically and just eat (laughs) to survive and that is when I found you and we kind of started working together because I really noticed like okay I have a problem I can't figure this out myself like I was in so deep that I couldn't even see the path anymore and I needed someone to really help me out of that um yeah and that is how we met and that kind of like it changed so much for me because suddenly everything kind of made sense and fit back together right because I I realized that the missing part for me was love (laughs) as cliche as that sounds but it's like it's I don't know it's like this tiny word right but it made all the difference because I realized that I wasn't trying to get better for the sake of me, for the sake of getting better and having a better life, but mostly because I was so scared of what else could happen. So I approached it like all wrong, you know, and it was almost like I was punishing myself because I had gotten sick and I was like really angry with myself for that really angry with my body very disappointed with myself and that's like all the things that I learned when I worked with you that um, it wasn't my fault you know and I could uh, forgive myself and be excused for all of these things happening to me and um, yeah that really changed my life so that changed everything and that also is what I kind of from there I then went on to um, start coaching myself because I figured felt like I had kind of figured this out like things were finally looking up like since then also of course you know there's like 
a longer part of that story, but I feel like <laughs> I could just talk about this for hours, but that was really the missing ingredient to my whole approach. And um, since then, I, yeah, I've just been doing so much better. Like I was able to gain weight, to develop a more healthy relationship with food, um, that which gave me the resources to then take on more things, right? To then work on my sleep, work on my exercise and everything. And because I was able to come from really this place of love where I just wanted good things for me and um, wanted to get better because I felt like I deserve to get better, right? And I deserve a better life and I deserve for my body to feel healthy again and all the good things, right? And um, yeah, then I turned that into my own coaching program because I felt like there must be people who feel the same and to also feel like um, they have really, they have been um, forgotten about in a sense from, from traditional or like not traditional resources, but like from the mainstream resources, basically, um, they don't talk about people like us, right? They don't talk about people who struggle with food and who maybe like get a little bit obsessed with it, right? And who kind of slip into um, very unhealthy eating habits and who, right, who are like not overweight and excited when they start losing weight. For people for who this is actually terrifying, like it's a, it's a terrifying um, thing that could happen that they lose more weight and um, that they start develop all kinds of body issues. And that is not really talked about when you think about eating for autoimmune disease and I feel like it's it's a massive part and uh, more people should talk about it and I will stop here <laughs> well no I mean you keep going that <laughs> I think that wow there were so many things throughout that share that really stood out to me one of them being like you said that you know okay you got this diagnosis right and it's kind of so easy for us like when and I see this in my clients all the time that I'm currently working with but you know we receive a diagnosis and we like enter this rabbit hole of sorts of like I need to fix I need to find the answer right and we're so focused on doing all the things and you said something like I was trying so hard to be healthy and like doing all of these things that you thought were like, okay, I need to do this in order to be healthy. And you were just getting farther and farther away from actually being healthy. Right? Yeah, exactly. And the, the crazy thing is that it didn't feel wrong to me at the time, because we all kind of grow up with this mindset of, you know, like, no pain, no gain, like it has to hurt for it to work. And for you to get better, you have to go through all of this painful journey and do all of these things that don't feel good um and yeah it's just such a destructive way to look at it and like a really painful way to look at it and and definitely not the right way to look at it because um like what's even the point right if we're suffering the whole time while we're going through it how can that possibly lead to anything positive um yeah, it, it just didn't, at some point, it just stopped making any sense to me. And I was really discovering how, how flawed that way of thinking is. Yeah, well, I'm so grateful that I got to be like, 
a part of your journey when it was like the right timing in your journey and you know something else I said there were so many things that you said that really stood out to me but another piece that I thought was important to kind of highlight here was okay so you had this diagnosis right there was a lot of symptoms you were experiencing like you had an autoimmune disease um but okay the work that you and I did together and you said like I started eating enough like I gained weight right and you kind of like got your body back to this place where it felt safe right and then you said that you had like all of this energy to put towards these other things right to focus on bettering yourself in like these other areas and I think that's so important and it just kind of like got my brain going I don't know like I think we can be like let's say we get a diagnosis and we start like focusing on that but we're I don't know I think we what I'm trying to say is like healing can't happen if our body is in this state of feeling unsafe right and if we're not getting enough food in and if we're not sitting at that like at a body weight where our body feels healthy, everything else is going to feel really hard, right? And so what you're saying is, you know, you kind of got to this place where you were eating enough, your body got to the safe place, and then you were able to look at and kind of tackle, for lack of a better word, all of these other areas of your life and really get to where you are today. Yeah, exactly. I think what 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 my issue was in the beginning was that I really couldn't see where my biggest problems come from. It was it just felt like everything was crumbling around me and like all areas of life, all areas of my life were literally like these big construction sites where like I had to work on everything at the same time and um for some reason, like always this, this meme comes up for me when I think of that time. I don't know if you know this, but it's um, this little dog sitting in this room where everything is on fire. And he says, this is fine. Do you know this? meme? <laughs> it's a cartoon. Yes. And this is like, this is literally how I felt for such a long part of my life where just everything is on fire and you've been ignoring it for so long that at some point like you don't even know how to put that fire out anymore like no effort feels big enough and it just feels like there's nothing you can do to stop all this fire and I was like at that point trying to put out all the fires around me and I just had enough energy to work on one of them properly because it was just too much and I was so overwhelmed and I didn't really know where to start and and yeah up until the point where I felt like okay I'm like I'm starving right like if I don't fix that one thing first and start eating again and enjoying food I I can't work on all the other things like I I have no energy for this I like literally have no energy right because that that is what food is, right? It's like the fuel for us to function. And if we stop that, um, and for whatever reason, right? If we want to uh, like 
lose weight and stop eating or if we want to lead a healthy lifestyle and stop eating right because that's like the other thing about a healthy lifestyle people don't really talk about like you develop this crazy fear of all the foods and all so many foods that you used to eat suddenly feel unsafe and you're like okay like if I don't eat anything I can't eat anything bad right <laughs> and yeah it's um, obviously like a very flawed approach and um, once I was able to fix that one part suddenly I felt like I had the energy to work on the other parts again and make it all work and fit that in with a lifestyle that's truly healthy and not just like healthy on paper you know Yes, I do know. And so maybe that's something we can talk a little bit more about. I actually received a Instagram message from one of our listeners. And this was after the fact that you and I had talked about doing a podcast episode together and like kind of had it in the calendar, that sort of thing. But I received a question on Instagram or a request for a topic for the podcast about talking about like healing your relationship with food when you have an autoimmune disease, right? And that's what you're kind of saying here is we can have a diagnosis that kind of asks us or causes us to take out certain foods in the name of like health and I'm doing that in air quotes but like for a lot of situations we're kind of under the impression that okay we have to take out these foods in order to feel better right and then all of a sudden we have these fears around these foods that we took out and I know you've had to navigate that yourself and that's something I'm really into talking about too is obviously healing your relationship with food um so do you want to speak on that a little bit since there's listeners that want to hear more about that like what's that been like for you because I know that was something that you personally worked through yeah, of course. Um, I yeah, I think it's such a such an important topic to talk about because it's really something that's completely off the radar for so many people who start um, again in air quotes eating healthy, you know, for their autoimmune disease. And um, yeah, I think one of the biggest things that comes up when you start looking at okay, what can I do to support my health when I have an autoimmune disease? is food like everybody's gonna say oh like you have to fix your diet you know like you have to eat healthy blah 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 whatever that means and um I think the the most like established diet for autoimmune disease um is called the autoimmune protocol so it's like a paleo kind of um type of diet um where all the foods that are uh, known to be inflammatory or um, where a lot of people just have you know sensitivities or whatever are eliminated um, for a certain period of time and then eventually you start reintroducing them again to see where your food triggers are so on paper that makes a lot of sense right but in practice for someone who you know maybe is like a little bit prone to disordered eating or um I don't know, like some people seem a little bit more vulnerable there than others, of course. This is not a problem for many, many people who do it. But I struggled with this a lot. I know that other people are struggling with it. 
Um, so that's also I'm, I'm glad that your your listener also asked that question because there is a lot of people who think about these things and, and nobody seems to talk about it and they can't really figure out how to do this in a healthy way because when you're going through this elimination part of the diet so many foods that are very high in calories are taken away and you're left with like all these quote unquote healthy foods that have zero calories right, well, right? like vegetables <laughs> right like exactly so you like your carb sources are like yeah like not even have... potatoes because like sometimes nightshades are eliminated exactly and yeah you can't eat potatoes yeah you can't have sweet potatoes but yeah. just like I literally ate sweet potatoes every single day because that was the only food I could think of that is actually dense in calories and that's, you know? and that's the and, only thing right yeah and so so that then, you don't have that many options no and then there's also and sorry to butt in here because I'll like hand it back off to you but this is another issue that I see is like not only do people who follow these certain restrictive diets to improve their like autoimmune condition right but like not only do they develop these fears around foods but they also start to kind of have this warped perception of what enough food looks like and also what how many carbs they actually need like carbohydrates right like I have a friend who has an autoimmune condition and she followed the AIP diet for many 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 years right and now she's kind of like transitioning out of that and she's mind-blown like and I'm kind of supporting her along the way but like totally mind-blown how many carbs she actually probably really does need right now that she's not following this restrictive diet because when you're following a restrictive diet that literally the only dense source of carbs like you're saying is sweet potatoes right you're really at the end of the day you're not ending up with that many carbs unless you are crushing the sweet potatoes (laughs) multiple times a day you know which like who's doing that no one's like you know most people don't want to be eating sweet potatoes like five times a day every single day do you know what I mean yeah and like I didn't even used to like sweet potatoes you know I had to like kind of make do with it and now I like passionately hate them (laughs) because I've just been overdoing it but like it was just like this only food that was left yet like you said and it is it is so true that you know like you have such a misled perspective on how many carbs you need but also what kind of portion size is normal to eat how many calories because that is like a topic that that's just not in focus right and when you google um how many calories to eat on aip or like you know the the there's no it it says basically oh there's no restriction on calories because by eating you know by like following the diet it's very difficult to overeat anyway because the only thing that people care about is what would be too much calories like how much am I like you know like when shouldn't I stop when should I stop eating (laughs) and that is like not a thing that happens right you can't really overeat on the the foods that are allowed on the AIP but people don't think about you know when is it not enough and when do I have to eat more and what does um yeah what does like 
a healthy meal in terms of all the micronutrients uh, and macronutrients um, look like, right? And yeah, like if you dig deep, you can find information on, you know, like it's supposed to have like a balanced plate with enough carbs, uh, fats, um, protein, like it's a big part of the AIP, but like in practice, right? How does this really look like? And if you don't work with someone who really, really knows the AIP and like I didn't at the time, right? So I got certified myself as an AIP practitioner because I didn't understand it. And I was like, how can I not figure this out for myself? Like, why is this so hard, right? So um, my only solution at the time was, because also obviously I, I enjoyed um, learning about this and it was like really interesting to me at the time and still is, but that is why I got certified myself because I felt like there has to be more to it that I'm not getting. And obviously there is, right? There is a way to do it. Um, healthily but it's it's not obvious and like in any kind of how do you say it's it's not obvious basically um and you you really have to dig deep and find out what what carb sources are even available to you right like there is um so many things we also don't necessarily think about immediately right like of course you have to eat um like the sweet potatoes but then there's that things like beets there's squash right there's like all kinds of root vegetables that have just about more carbs than um yeah like leafy greens for example that are always so hyped right if you live off spinach like you're not gonna survive so um that's like one part of it right like really thinking about where do your um where do your carbs come from and then on the other hand also like protein is a big part of it, right? Like meat is a big part of the AIP. But what kind of meat are you eating? If you only eat chicken breast, you know, which also has like no calories, right? That's not going to cut it. So um, then we'll have to shift that also and think about, right, like what, what kind of proteins like are even appropriate to kind of round out my meal, right? Where do I get like protein from that's like a bit more calorie dense that's like more fatty right like more fattier cuts that obviously have more calories or um and also have more vitamins and minerals and all these things we're supposed to with with thinking we're supposed to get from um from the plants right but if we have good quality meat um that can kind of substitute that right we don't have to have 90 percent of plants on our plate um to to make sure we have all the nutrients we get right and that's a big shift i think um that that really has to occur yeah definitely like and the portions of things right yes. like so <laughs> is that something you are really helping your clients with when they come to you like helping them with their meals and their portion sizes and things like that or do you want to kind of like give us an idea of what that kind of looks like when someone comes to work with you as yeah, I think autoimmune I, practitioner? Yeah, I think that's like, that is definitely a big part. Um, when we're speaking about food, like going really in detail on what, what does that look like, right? What does a healthy meal look like? Um, how are our plates supposed to be uh, filled? Like with what kind of proportions of um different uh different macronutrients right how many protein uh, do we want on the plate how how 
how much protein do we want on the plate? How much carbs, how much fat, right? Um, where is this coming from? Um, how many times a day do we eat also, right? Because another, um, another uh, kind of prescription, if you want, um, from the AIP diet is you're supposed to have two to three big meals a day and usually snacks are not really accounted for because then it's kind of said you know like the snacks really disturb your hunger hormone um you know like natural hunger hormone uh, cycle uh, and whatever you're supposed to be really hungry and then really full and then really hungry again really full um but that's not always helpful if it's really about the calories for you at the end of the day right so allowing someone um, or having them allow themselves to be able to snack and have snacks that are also healthful, right? And can kind of support that diet. Um, that would be a big part, right? Like going really into recipes and looking, okay, how, are they are they going to be um, getting enough, really enough, uh, both calories and nutrients from the different meals that they are cooking, Um and yeah, and also at the end of the day, right, really, I think paying attention to are they developing a fear of foods or um, is this still a healthy kind of relationship? Because I think a lot of people, when they start um, seeing progress in the AIP and it feels like this is working, they're actually feeling better. They don't want to reintroduce new foods because they don't feel safe anymore. And when we we start with the elimination phase and we say okay we're eliminating all of these foods that are potentially inflammatory we kind of attach a, a mental red red flag to those um foods and then we're scared to reintroduce them but uh the reintroduction is like just as important as the elimination right and we want to have as much variety in our diet as possible um that is really good for us right and not just in terms of more caloric options but also in terms of nutrients right the more foods we have in our diet the better and um yeah like how can we do that without really being scared and with but keeping kind of like you know this um healthy relationship with food um so we're, we're not becoming obsessed uh, and we're not making like a bigger deal of it as it has to be um and always reminding ourselves also while we're even doing this because I think what I what I mentioned in the beginning from my story was that it felt like almost I was punishing myself. You know, it was like my body was sick. Um, I didn't deserve to have all of the foods that I enjoyed eating. Right now, because this happened, I had to eat the stupid salad. Right, I had to eat the stu stupid spinach, and I had to eat all of these foods that I didn't enjoy because this is what's gonna make me healthy again and things like that. And um, that is obviously the wrong way to do it, right? So um, when I work with my clients, I actually don't start with food because it's a very, very sensitive topic, right? We start working with the mindset first. And that's um, a lot of things that also like make that I learned from you, right? Are in there again now um, because we have to really start thinking about, okay, how do we get in? go into this whole process what are our thoughts around this what are our feelings around this where is this coming from like what are kind of the the preconceptions I have about myself going into this right why am I even working on my health why am I trying to do this whole diet thing right what's what's my goal at the end of the day 
Um, so that is something I would always work on first. And then people also, um, <laughs> my, my last client, for example, she, she came to me and she was like, um, I really want to fix my diet. You know, I want to like know what to eat, what not to eat. And then I said, you know, let's wait with this a little bit and we work on something else first. We work on your mindset first. And she goes like, but you know, like I want to do this now. I want to like know immediately which foods to eat and which not to eat. And it was a bit difficult in the beginning to make her see the value of this whole mindset module that I'm doing first. And when we reached the food, she was like, you know, I get it now. Like this makes sense now. And I'm so glad we did it because now I'm excited for this. And she was someone who used to really struggle with, um, with uh, staying positive, right? And optimistic. And I think, especially when we're coming in with all these like restrictions that come with the AIP and other stuff, right? And you have to really make big changes in your life to accommodate for that. She was suddenly super excited about all of this and so ready to do this. And she went through it with like flying colors, you know, and had so much fun the whole time on the way and was like a completely different person when we started working together. And that was really the only way that this could have worked because otherwise if you go in and you already feel like the only way I'm where I'm doing is because my stupid body got sick, you know, and now I have to deal with this whole shit and I don't actually want to do it, but like I have to, right? So, so I'm going to get sicker. No, I'm not going to get sicker. I'm going to get better. Eventually I can like keep up with my friends and keep up with everybody else. And that is, you know, not gonna help. So um that yeah that's why I'm doing it a little bit differently and working on the the whole mind part first um so we can also go in and be aware of when things are becoming unhealthy and seeing the red flags when we're dealing with all the food right if you're coming in from a place where we're saying we want to do the diet because we want to find out what the food triggers are so our body can heal we want to support our body with this and we want only good things for it it doesn't feel like restriction that much anymore instead it feels like something good that we're doing for ourselves right an opportunity we're giving ourselves and um yeah at the end of the day in what you're doing change doesn't change but how you're doing it is a completely different thing and that's really what makes all the difference yeah and I (laughs) my heart is just bursting like I'm so proud of you and I love your approach like not just diving into the food piece first I think that's so important right and I'm all about like not making our healing journey about the food because you know, I think ultimately, like, we want to be at this place where food is just food. And it's not this thing that, like, we're bowing down to, or we, like, owe everything to, or is ruling our lives, right? So if we approach our healing journey with, like, food first, and that's, like, the first thing we go to, and that's the thing that we turn to to like get our health for an example right like that is going to put us in this position where we are like idolizing food whereas I love that you are dedicating that time before even looking at the food to really making sure like the intention behind things are coming from the right place and doing that kind of like more you referred to it as like mindset work, right? Like getting kind of 
that approach, right? That mindset um, at this place where we aren't just idolizing food or thinking that it's all about the food. So I think that's so important. You did mention a module. So do you want to share with everyone, like if our listeners right now, if any of them do have autoimmune disease and they're interested in the work that you do, I'm curious if you can share a little bit more about what it looks like to work with you. And we can always like link up your um, links in the show notes too. Yeah, of course. So um, it's five modules of which three are like the three big main modules. The first one is like more like an intro and the last one is more like a, you know, moving forward. How are you going to do this on your own? But the main modules in the middle um, are two of which we already talked about. So I start usually with the mindset component, right? Like how do we go into this process? How do we um, make sure, like, what are our thoughts around this? What are our feelings around this? Where, like, where are all of these emotions coming from? And um, yeah, that that's like the main question there is usually like, how right like how do we approach the process um and I want to have that kind of fixed if you will first before we then go into the watch like what are we actually doing and that's then when I want to talk about stuff like food and like movement like sleep because it is a health coaching program at the end of the day right of course like these three components have to be in there but only before we fix like right how do we talk to ourselves during this process do we have healthy ways to communicate with ourselves healthy ways to push ourselves through that also to stay motivated um how are we dealing with stress right because it's a huge stress to change our diet and change like our you know like routines and everything um and if we don't know what a healthy way to do that looks like um i really don't want to progress with someone to to a stage where they are asked to then change or they they will want to change a lot of their lives around right um around like an a healthier lifestyle if you will right where you do get enough sleep where you do get um kind of like a supportive uh, movement routine right where where your body is um feels safe and supported but at the same time able to like be stronger and and heal through that um and then the last module of those three is kind of the the why, which we haven't talked about that much yet. Um, and I have this at the end because for many people, it's something that they don't immediately see how this fits in. So they're not really ready to talk about this while we're going through the actual big steps, if you want, where you have all the lifestyle changes and stuff like that. But the thing that ties it all in for me was... And I, I I don't see this a lot in other coaching programs, interestingly, but it's it's it was a bit it was a big part of my own journey. Why was I even doing the whole thing, right? For whom? For what purpose? Um, and it kind of came from like a place that when I got sick, and I mentioned before that kind of changed my whole life, right? I felt like I was becoming a different person almost because. I suddenly had very different priorities. I had very different values in my life or um, or maybe it was the same priorities and the same values, but I didn't see them properly before because it was so clouded 
with all the things that I thought I should be wanting and I should be working towards. And um, it, it really lost, made me lo lose like a piece of myself in a way, or like I felt like I couldn't find this last piece of myself where it was kind of a, a weird phase of loss of identity, if you want, right? I was like, who, who am I even now with this whole issue, right? Like I'm like being this whole new person, like my whole life is like changing um, through this journey that I'm on. Um, and I, I, I wasn't really sure where I was heading. And if you don't really know where you're headed, the whole process doesn't make any sense, right? Because why are you even trying to get better? And it's such a basic question, right? Because like, obviously we all want to get better, but like, what for? Like, why do I need my health even at the end of the day, right? What's important in my life? What is, uh, what are the things that I want to achieve with my healthy body? Um, if we don't know that, there's nothing that pulls us through it, really. This kind of uh, the red line or the missing piece that we all need. And um, yeah, that's so in that last module where it's all about like, yourself like the the why that drives us all um where we're working on the values the priorities in life really what what our core beliefs are about our life and about our purpose and why we're even here and um for me it it links everything a bit together and makes it fit and makes it seem like something that is important and um gives it the importance that it deserves also because our health at the end of the day is everything we have, right? If, if we don't have our health then nothing else works and um, yeah, it's, it's the most important thing we have, right? So I do want to make sure that, um, yeah, we, we we're super clear on that at the end of the day, right? Like why is it important to us? And that's very, very different for every single person. So everyone who comes in there and goes through this, they come out at very different priorities very different values that are important for them and that that do tie it all together and make it make sense yeah I love that and I know that was such a huge piece for you so I love that you've included that in your coaching and in the program that you offer so you are in Cyprus but can you let everyone know like how you work with clients because you offer sessions over Zoom, right? So you can work with people online, basically like wherever they're at. Yeah, exactly. Just so like me. in the world. <laughs> <laughs> it's perfect. Yes. It's the um, best. Yeah. <laughs> so I yeah, so I have I have my um my program that I just mentioned, which is uh, four months long all in all, because I also feel like, you know, our health changes very slowly and for us to really see positive changes it has to be at least four months um, that we work together and go through this uh, because otherwise it's, it's simply too short and we won't be able to see results um, but yeah there's different ways how we can do that so we can um, I can send you a link Meg that you can maybe drop in the in the show notes where people can um if they resonate with this, if they feel like this makes sense, this is, uh, she's talking to me, <laughs> then you can just book a free call with me, um, a free coaching session where we can see how that all applies um, to 
your individual circumstances and, you know, like what, where you're stuck maybe right now, where things don't make a lot of sense, or if you have questions about, you know, like how the AIP would work for you, how you can make sure to um, do this diet piece in a healthy way, right? Like, please schedule the call. Um, there's also going to be a little uh, box for notes where you can tell me that you heard about me on Meg's podcast because I always really love to see that when people come from kind of you know the same the same tribe if you will and always makes me very happy and yeah schedule a call we'll figure everything out on the call and um, maybe see if the program is a fit for you if you would like to work with me or simply if you just want to know what kind of next steps make sense for you if I can help there in any way um, there's also a little free document you can download on my website uh, which has like very brief kind of like action steps on the four uh, on the three areas that we just talked about right the how what and why which are my main three modules um, just like briefly again what they mean what kind of things we do uh, in these areas and um, yeah just book call. <laughs> Amazing. Yes, we will have all of your info linked up in the show notes, but I'm so proud of you. And like I said, it's been a year and a half, almost two years since like you and I recorded our first podcast episode together. And that was kind of like at the end of our time working together. And it's just so incredible seeing all the healing that you have continued to do in your life and just like all the people that you're also helping now as a practitioner of your own. So I'm just really proud of you. Thank you. Yeah. I'm also very proud of myself if I may say that. Absolutely. <laughs> because it, you're so right. Like, like <laughs> we need to be proud of ourselves. 100%. Yeah, like honestly, like, there were times where I thought, you know, this wasn't possible for me. Um, and it was really frustrating to hear about all the people who did manage to figure it out and were like, you know, like, uh, you know, like now I'm so great. I knew exactly what I was doing and I feel so healthy. And I was like, how am I not feeling like this? You know, like I have all the information. I'm doing all the right things and it's not working. And it's really, it's such a highly, highly personal journey. And for everyone, there's like, different things that might hold them back. So for me, there was like a huge thing with the diet that we've talked about, a huge thing with, you know, like self-love and like doing it for the right reasons and things like that. But yeah, for everyone that might be a little bit different and um, it's all about finding your missing piece really. And then everything changes because now I can say, you know, I feel so much better than I felt like in years, like even years long before I even got sick, like when I was still considering myself healthy I feel better now than I did then and I don't have any symptoms I like technically don't even know if I'm sick right like <laughs> that's how good I feel now and um, I didn't think it was possible so if you feel like you're not sure if it's possible for you I'm, I'm sure it is I'm sure it's possible for everyone we just have to find the missing piece yeah and like also if I could just chime in here too before we wrap this up but like as someone who has you know, seen you like through the lens, like you were my client at one time, right? But now we're friends and 
And like, I, I see this journey that you've been through and now you're like traveling, enjoying all the foods and all the things, you know, like it's so incredible to witness. And, you know, if anyone's listening right now, that feels like that's what they want and that's what they desire. Like it's very much possible for you. Right. So we'll have all of your links linked up in the show notes And thank you so much for being a guest with me this week. I loved it. Thank you so, so much for having me. I loved it too. 